guys what's up i'm back i think it's been a solid five weeks since i've done a podcast if this is your first time my name is Janani muñoz and you are listening to el chisme y mas i have lots to talk about so let's get started if you guys are new in this podcast we have three segments the first segment is going to be El Chisme, and this is just things that I tell you guys that have been happening in my life. A little in behind-the-scenes look into my life is what I like to call it. And then there's the news segment, and the news segment is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I just talk about things that are happening in the media, and I just give you guys my take on it. My third is my topic of discussion. Well, <laughs> that's that, so let's get started. Well, September was a lot for me. A lot of things happened to me, and... Now we are in holy moly October. We are in October 2020. Like that is so crazy. I started or I launched the podcast in April and now I am here talking in October. Like I'm still doing a podcast, which I'm so proud of myself. Despite everything that has been happening, like I'm I'm still trying, you know. So what's been happening, you guys ask? What has been happening? in my life for the past month and a half that I haven't been recording. I survived my midterms from school, and I guess that's first and foremost. I survived my midterms from school. Um, that was interesting. I actually, like, I'm pretty proud of myself because I think I did, like, we haven't got our score ba- scores back, and we probably won't for a while, but I think I did pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Um, they do talk about it like afterwards and they tell you like the answers you should have got. And honestly, it's not looking bad. It's not looking bad right now. I messed up my shoulder a little bit. So I couldn't work out for like two weeks or something. So that was kind of shitty, but that's okay. <laughs> um, we're back on it and... Um, Honestly, I haven't really seen much results, but I know it's going to get here. I just don't know when. <laughs> That's the problem. You just don't know when results are going to get here. So you just got to keep on going, keep up, keep on going. Um, and yeah, it's, losing weight is great. <laughs> losing great is hard. But I'm um, back to school, actually. Let me just say the library, my school library has or plans to open up on Monday. And I'm so excited about this. I just feel like, I don't know, like doing everything from home is such a disadvantage to us upcoming like um, students. I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I was never a fan of like working from home. So now that the library is going to be open, I am I plan to take like full advantage of it even though hours are like super limited and you can't go in there if you have a class like a zoom class you can't go in there um but I'm just pumped that it's opening up and I also feel like it's a way for possibly possibly for us to go back to school in 
the spring, which that's what I'm really excited for. I hope we really do. Um, even if we like have to social distance and wear a mask, like I'm totally for it. I just think that go being present in school is going to give students like just a better understanding of it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm just really not a fan of zoom and doing everything online. I know I have a podcast and I'm a millennial, but I really am not a fan of technology. I can tell you this. My mother is um, more of a technology freak or geek than I am. Like, I just simply don't like technology. <laughs> but that's just me. Oh, another thing, talking about my mother. My mother in the past... Five weeks. The reason I was gone is because the first week is because I had someone like working on my bathroom all day. And I was like, oh, like there's no way I could record a podcast like just me by myself. Like there's always going to be someone here working on the bathroom. Like my mom remodeled the bathroom. We decorated the backyard um, fully um, like moving shit every other weekend it felt like and she also got her house appraised all while I'm in school I told her she better not touch the house again because she made a statement the other day she was like oh doesn't the kitchen look like it need remodeling needs remodeling I'm like don't you dare don't you dare Sonia Guzman <laughs> you know so that's like been such a major project like with life that and school and honestly like september and october i have so many birthdays i, I have tons of birthdays so that's just kind of been like what what has been like putting me off and then midterms too like that then that just then backed me up so but now i'm back and i'm better um and i'm, I'm actually like now that i'm recording sitting down and recording i'm actually really excited like i'm really excited to be here yeah <laughs> so what have i been watching okay i know i said this like on my last podcast i don't know if anyone remembers but i was watching real housewives of atlanta and i was like mm, it's really not the best i love new jersey but they just brought kenya and portia in and i just feel like they they're creating a new Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, I am on season six. I just wrapped up season five. And so now I'm on season six. And it's getting so good. So I love Real Housewives of Atlanta. I look forward to watching it. Um, yeah. That, I, I, and now my, when I, one of my best friends, she was like, I'm so happy you're, you're on um, Real Housewives, because before I ne before quarantine, I never watched Real Housewives. But now that quarantine's in and like we're still quarantined and we don't know when we're going to get out. Um, <laughs> I have watched tons more TV than I usually do. And Real Housewives of Atlanta is it for me. I love it. So that's that. Another show that I watched is Dancing with the Stars. OK, why have I not watched this show is a real question. I love, love, love this show. Like, and I said it, I forgot the guy's name, but he's always so expressive because like, that's how he says it. I love your show. 
man, it's the older gentleman. I forgot. Oh, man, I'm terrible with the names. But one of the judges, he just talks like that. It's really cool. But anyways, I love that show. I think in my past life or in my next life, I'm going to be a dancer. I think this life I'm done. I can't be a dancer. But in my next life or my previous life, I was a dancer because I get so excited um, when I see the dances, actually, I think I was a singer and like like a Beyonce singer, like a J Lo, Shakira, like like dance and sing. Like I think that that's what I'm going to be in my next life, or that's why I was in my past life. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> I just really love the dancing. I like I look forward to Monday nights, and I love the dancing. I love love love. So I'm really excited. I got into it. I was so upset when, um, let me just say really quick, the thing about Dancing with the Stars, I just hated seeing Carol Baskin on there. Oh my God. But now that she's like eliminated, I feel so much better watching the show. Now when people get eliminated, like they're all really good contestants and like you kind of get sad when they leave. So like, yeah, for sure. I just gonna keep on watching it because i love it so much and another thing that i feel like is an unpopular opinion i don't know but tyra banks the first four like four three episodes she did not great i would say but holy moly this past week she hit it like her outfit um the what her questions like just her being a host was great um she has done so much improvement week to week she has improved and obviously like hosting a show is hard until you do it don't judge it you know um just a little bit of celsius to get me through <laughs> but yeah no dancing the stars i highly recommend i would say my favorite dancer right now is justina machado and i just feel like the way she shakes it everything like i love her and another one is Vernon Davis, I just think he's, like, really hot. <laughs> so I like to watch him. Um, another, let's say, top three. My, and another one I get excited to watch is probably Jeannie Mai because I just love her from The Real. And and i just been a fan of her since I watched The Real. Like, and I get excited to watch her. So I guess those are my top three right now. Uh, but I say Justina is, like, high number one. <laughs> Another thing I've been watching, of course, of course, of course, my darlings, it is football season. It's the best season. It is football season. Um, Chargers are my team. If you guys didn't know, we kind of have a crazy record right now. We're just like a little, like a little uh, record right now. Uh, and it just sucks. Like, I just feel, uh, it just sucks. <laughs> Because this is like the Chargers, the past like three games, they've been up. They've been up and then they lose somehow. Like I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I just really don't understand. Um, Chargers luck. I hope, you know, but it's still early on. Still early on. So we don't, you know, things might could might change we don't know we'll just have to wait and see but i will say justin huber has been doing a great job and i just don't want to jinx it i hope i didn't just jinx it right now but he is 
like for those of you who don't know, he is the starting quarterback for the Chargers. Um, Anthony Lynn just announced that he was replacing Tyrod Taylor, who was supposed to start like this whole 2020 season, but he was just replaced with Justin Huber. You know what's so crazy is, so like I said, um, Tyrod Taylor was supposed to start this season, and then like week two, I believe it was, um, and Justin Huber was going to be the backup. And then Tyrod Taylor got hurt, and then Anthony Lynn was like, hey, Justin Hubert, you're going to be on the field. And Justin Hubert was like, really? And then he was like, yup. And then so now he's been the starting quarterback, and now he just replaced Tyrod Taylor, and I think he's doing amazing. So shout-out to Justin Huber. I hope, hopefully I didn't just jinx that. So let's go Chargers. I think it is so crazy. Like, football season always is crazy, like, one way or another. But this year is, like, cherry on the top, you know, because you have games being postponed because of COVID. You have some of the top players out almost every game. For example, Devontae Adams, he was, like, my first pick for fantasy. He's been out for the past two games. Like, almost everyone like first round pick has been out at some point during these past five games Christian McCaffrey he's out I don't I don't know for how long I didn't discover that but Saquon Barkley is too um Zach Prescott I mean he's not someone's number round but I mean this guy's good and like that ankle oh shoot that was crazy but that's kind of all I've been up to for the past month not much. Just got my bathroom modeled. My mom decided to reappraise the house. We fixed her backyard. And I had midterms and a bunch of birthdays. Not much. Not much, guys. <laughs> so we are moving on to my second segment. The second segment I have is called Newsworthy. And like I said, this is just things that I pick up from the media and I give you guys my take on it. I know there's like a lot of things that have happened in this two like month and a half that I was gone. So I'm not going to talk about everything or I'm I'm just I'm not going to recap everything that's been going on. There's, there's kind of a lot. But the only thing I am going to talk about today is or just two things I want to talk about is one, the debates and two, the fact that there might be a new Supreme Court judge. So for the debates, everyone saw um, Trump versus Biden. Not much to say there. Um, we all know how that went down. And then and sorry. And then we have uh, Kamala Harris and um, Mike Pence that went um, that debated against each other. And I actually really like their debate. Um, you know, the only thing I will have to say, you guys know, I'm a big Kamala fan. I'm a big Kamala Harris fan. But. She didn't address how I would like um, certain issues. One of them was the fact that um, I can't remember what year where she signed this deal that imprisoned a lot of African-Americans. And, you know, as a big fan of hers, I would have wanted some clarity. Um, I, I, you know, why, why essentially she passed that or why that happened. Um, 
so that's just one thing that I would want her to clear up. I I think the only thing I remember from Mike Pence is that he said that um, he was pro-life. And um, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave that. I don't want to recap the debates. That's not <laughs> that's not what I want to do. But I encourage um, if you guys just want to recap a debate, the Daily Mail is one of my favorite political podcasts. Um, they talk about debates, they analyze things, and I hear them at least once a week. Just things that are happening because right now it's election year. So many things are happening politically that I think we all need to be aware of. But without with with that being said, um. It is election year and it is kind of election month. We it's, um, you know, this year, I, I don't know if I just noticed it this year because I'm more involved, like with the political aspect of the United States or just because I'm taking political science, political, the political world more serious. I don't know what it is, but I've noticed people. Uh, like they have encouraged people to vote and and to take elections seriously. You know, then that's one thing I don't think when it was my first time voting or my second time voting that I really got like go out and vote and make sure you know your props and, you know, um, your city councilman and your your. I don't know what else, you know, I can't think at the top of my head, but I just really love that. And it does like put in perspective like yes not just president and vice president is important on the val on that ballot but essentially like everything that that is stated on there is important um me and my friend are actually getting together this week and we are going over props um and looking over people that are running and it's just a way of making sure our voice is heard through that and I encourage everyone to do that as well. So make sure you guys go out and vote. November is right around the corner. And another thing that I I talked about earlier was um after the passing of RBG, let me just say Miss Ruth was one of a kind. She paid women she paved the way for women in law. She was the second woman on the Supreme Court. And, like, she was elected in, like, by by Clinton. So, I think in the 90s. Like, that just puts you in perspective how, I believe, slow and how, um, I believe, basically, like, just how slow law moves, you know, and how slow and how how slow change really is in America. No, I feel like there's really a change this generation to um break barriers. But honestly, women in law, we owe so much to Ruth, so um rest in peace. And she has a really good documentary on Hulu if you guys haven't watched it. Um it's basically about her life, and if you guys haven't watched it, you guys should. But following her death, Immediately after her death, I'm talking the second we found out about her death. 
it was like a scramble. It felt like literally a scramble to pick a seat, like for Trump to pick a seat in the Supreme Court. So he nominated someone by the name of Amy Corny Barrett. Is it Connie or Coney? I think it's Connie. <laughs> yeah, Amy Connie Barrett. And her hearing is this week. I don't want to get too much into it, but that's what I'm going to say. And we will see if she gets elected. But that is all I have for the news segment. I am now moving on to the topic of discussion. <laughs> it's my favorite way of saying it. But for today's topic of discussion is going to be for the love of the books part two. This is my favorite, favorite like kind of topic. Like I love talking about books. Anything books gives me happiness, enjoyment, excitement. <laughs> so basically for the love of the books, I kind of just talk about the books that I've read and I give you guys, um, I kind of give a, a mini sen- synopsis, my own little synopsis of what I think happened. And I also rate the books. So I have five books. And the first one that I have is Untamed. Okay, so I was really excited to read this book. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone, even Adele. She recently like went through divorce and she lost a bunch of weight and she contributed like her new journey of life and like her weight loss to this book. And okay, yeah, and then I read it and um yeah, I just don't feel the same. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's it's literally top selling on Amazon for like the past year, like this whole year and I just couldn't get into it. So it's basically about um a woman, Glennon Doyle is the author and she talks about her life and she says like all her life she felt like she was trapped in this cage and um she never knew how to get out of this cage. She never knew how to like walked freely like she always felt she had to be in this cage and that really made her suffer got her addicted to like alcohol and I think I think it was just alcohol and so then she had to like refine herself and she realized that she wasn't in love with her husband she was she fell in love with Abby a woman and like that made everything different and and she talks about just lessons that she's learned along the way my favorite lesson that she writes down is the cream cheese one (laughs) if you guys have read it you guys will know what I'm talking about but basically she said that okay so she has three kids and one of her kids was at a soccer tournament match whatever and the and like she was in charge of bringing bagels and she brings the bagels and she brings some cream cheese you know standard cream cheese and i think like another type of cream cheese i don't know what she said i forgot what she said but she brought two different types of cream cheese then like 6 weeks later or sometime later, it was her turn again to bring the the snacks. So she was like, okay, I'm going to bring cream cheese and bagels. 
you know, it's standard, especially when the kid is playing soccer. Like, it's standard you bring something like this. Well, she said that one of the moms came up to her and was like, yeah, Lennon, so it's your time to bring cream. Um, it's your time to bring cream cheese and bagels. But last time, you only brought two types of cream cheese. And honestly, a lot of the kids were not satisfied with that. If you could bring more options this time, that would be great. And she was like, what? And let me just tell you, without a doubt, we give our kids so many options. Like, just eat the damn two, just eat the bagel. Like, eat the bagel, eat those two types of cream cheese I bought you, and roll with it. I'm not getting seven other types of flavoring of the cream cheese. That just, it sounds crazy. Again, I'm not a mom, so... um. I don't know if I would try to give my kids seven different types of cream cheese, but that just sounds absurd. You get one probably in my house, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, so that's one thing I loved about her book. And, you know, she does have a lot of other little lessons. And I mean, overall, like, yeah, it was a good book. If you feel like you need a book to, I would say, like you want some help improvement I guess I, it just but this this type of self oh they're called self-help books I totally forgot about it they cause self-help books but this type of self-help book is just really not for me my favorite self-help book is um the subtitle art of not giving a fuck that is the best like self-help book I've ever read that one I highly recommend but I'm not going to say this was disappointing. It was just not what I expected. I actually thought it was like a nonfiction or like a fiction book. I didn't know it was a self-help book when I bought it. But, um, you know, I'm going to have to give this book. Its rating is 3.7 out of 5 for me. I'm sorry. It just wasn't my type of book. But it's obviously receiving so much success. So if anyone else finds this book great let me know and let me know what you liked about it you know like what you really liked about it I don't know maybe because I read so many self-help books when I was like at my all-time low in life that right now I'm kind of I'm not gonna say I'm a high point in life but I'm in a better space and a better mindset than I think I've ever was ish you know um so I think that's why this book I I just didn't really didn't really like it to be it wasn't my favorite book that I read this year for sure the second book I read was Lone Survivor um my friend actually recommended this book and I was like okay yeah let me go buy it I love the movie so I was like let me try out the book you know the books are always way different than the movie um so I thought, why not? I'm in quarantine. I have no job. I have no school. So this is, I read this when I didn't even have a job or I wasn't even in school yet. But anyways, have you guys never seen Lone Survivor or know what Lone Survivor is about? It's, um, it's a biography. Yeah, it's a biography um, about Marcus Luttrell. And he was a part of a four-man mission in the mountains of Afghanistan he was a part of the elite Navy SEALs and he was on a mission to kill one of the Taliban leaders 
who had close ties with Osama bin Laden. The small team was hidden outside a village serving the area and looking for their target when a small group of goat headers stumbled upon them. The soldiers quickly detained the two men and the teenage boy and debated what they should do. The most obvious solution and the one that would be most conducive to their mission would be to execute them. But the full soldiers did a vote and basically determined their destiny there. I they doesn't say in the book, but what you I guess guess from this incident is that those men then went to go tell um the Taliban that they were there and and then they get into this like literally four navy seals fight about 20 30 40 like Taliban men in the mountains of Afghanistan and three out of the four died and then he meets and then Marcus Luttrell meets like these village people that their their whole mission or like what they believe in is if someone is in danger or just like this type of danger you have to help them at all costs like one of one of another village said that and that that was another village rule is what I'm getting at and so they basically help Marcus Luttrell. Marcus Luttrell then survives because of the help of the the village men and village men, women, and children. And he goes through so much, and the village people go through so much. His fallen like Navy SEAL soldier friends go through so much, and it like. Oh, it was a really good book. I loved how um, Marcus Luttrell um, talked about how hard it was to be a part of the Navy SEALs. Because I guess I I never I knew it was hard to get in, but I never knew what they had to go through. And he kind of goes more into detail. He also talks about the fact that he let um, these people go. So he let the little boy um, and the older man who then told the Taliban that they were there. He let them go because of the the media, like the media, how that would be betrayed here in the media. And he talked about we had allowed them to go like the media has put such a bad name or a bad light on soldiers across the ocean fighting for us. And he basically was like, that's why we had to let him go. So he does bring a lot of points of views that I never really thought about. And I love reading um any type of military books just because it puts you it, it introduces me to a world that I'm not really familiar with um two of my cousins have served in the marines and another one's about to join but my family's not really military family and so with that being said it it did teach me a lot about the military. I had great respect for people that served for our country, but I think with this book, it heightened the respect. Like when you read a book like this, you really just can't believe what you just read. And it really puts life in a different perspective. And I feel like that's what this book did. But I will have to say, and this might be an unpopular opinion, I thought the movie, I'm just going to say it, 
I thought the movie was as good as the book. Oh, I just said it. I thought the movie was just as good as the book, um, but still glad I read it. You know, like I'm still really glad I read it. Um, so with that being said, I rate this book a 3.9 out of 5. It was still good, but the only reason why I gave it a 3.9 was because I felt like the movie was just as good. And that's, yeah, that's, that's Lone Survivor. Another book I read is Winter Solstice by Helen, not Helen, girl, Ellen Hildebrand. Elder Hildebrand. She's the author of so many books. She is the author of like 28 Summers, Troubles in Paradise, The Perfect Couple. She has a lot of good books. And so I picked this one up, The Winter Solstice. It's actually a movie. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's actually a movie, so I'm going to watch the movie now. But um, the synopsis of the book, and I just copied because I felt like my synopsis wasn't that good. Or it was just, it was just that good. So this is what I have from it. It's been too long since the entire Quinn family has been able to celebrate the holidays under the same roof. But that's about to change. With Bart back safe and sound from Afghanistan, the Quinn are preparing for a holiday more joyous than any they've experienced in years. And Bart's safe return isn't the family's only good news. Kevin is enjoying married life with Isabel. Patrick is getting back on his feet after paying his debt to society. Ava thinks she's finally found the love of her life. And Kelly is thrilled to see his family reunited at last. But it just wouldn't be a Quinn family gathering if things went smoothly. A celebration of everything we love and some of the things we endure about the holidays. Winter Solstice is Ellen Hey, Her last name just gets me. Hildebrand's at her festive best. And that's the little um, thing you find in the back of the book. <laughs> okay, so I read this book in two days. Two days, guys. I Two days. Literally, I could not put this book down. The reason for this, though, is because I knew the book was getting somewhere. So it talks like about different characters in the book, right? So char- different characters are being introduced. You know they're going to get tied up in all together, but you just don't know how. So you're like, I need to know how they're getting all like tied in together. Ah! Ah! So you, I just kept breathing because I was getting so like anxious. I needed to know. I needed to know. Like just talking about it makes me anxious because I really did need to know. So I finished the book in two days. And then I read it. I finished it. And I was like, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Like that was it. <laughs> I'm not going to discredit the book. It was still uh page turning book for me i read it in two days like i said and it does get you in the mood for the holidays which is what i loved about it most and since we're almost approaching the holidays this is a perfect book for you guys to pick up and with that being said i write this book a 4.0 out of 5 no i i like the book i just felt like it needed um it needed to wrap in the players or the characters a little bit earlier and then talk about the thing that happened at the end 
talk about the aftermath of it. Like, that's just what I needed. But I don't know if this is her style because it's the first book I read from her. And I actually want to read another one just to see if, like, compare and contrast her styles. But I do think the movie is going to be really good. So I'm going to watch it and then give you guys, like, an update. The next book I have is Mexican Gothic. Mexican Gothic is um, about... I would say a lot about family. It's taking place in 1950s in Mexico. And that's one thing I loved about this is because I didn't even realize that all of the books I've ever really read, like they all been placed here or the UK. And I'm really excited. I was really excited to read one that was taking place in Mexico. I was like, oh, this is cool. And it's basically about Naomi. She's like this party girl rebel like just trying to make her way in life like okay first of all i loved her character her character is like my alter ego like she is brave she is fierce she is smart and she seems like they described her as good looking that is like (laughs) in my next life as well like that is what i'm gonna come out as like she is just like my ego like what i strive to but besides good looking, you can't really strive to be good looking. But um, that's what I strive to like be, you know, fierce and badass. And like that's what she brings to this book. And it's really good. And her character just I feel like is what makes the book, especially because I, I like I, I really enjoyed the character, you know. But basically, Naomi gets this letter from her cousin um and the letter don't look great her the dad naomi's dad and her like uh yeah what's going on with catalina which is a cousin like there's something going on with catalina the dad was like you need to go and figure out what's going on with her and help her out so the fierce and badass woman that um that naomi is she does she goes to this and it's like, like they lived, I think the book, she lived in Mexico de Fe, but Catalina and was at a different town, like in a little, in a little ranchito. I really don't know. I forgot like the deets. So she had to go travel over there. So she leaves her parting ways and she goes be there for her cousin. Her cousin is with her husband, just to let everyone know, at this castle in a different rancho that she has to go and live in for a couple of, um, I'd say she lives there for a month, not even. So she gets to the castle and, or the estate, I think they call it estate, estate or castle and Things get crazy. Things get weird. Things get gothic-y. Like, things things get creepy. And, um, you know, all for the love of her cousin. She loved her cousin so much. She was willing to do all this for her. And then it turns into a love story as well. Like, there's so many components to this book. And I loved it. At first, let me just say, it was a really slow, 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 slow start. Like the whole middle chunk, I think could have get could have got reduced a little bit, like a little bit, because I love the beginning and then the middle was just like real chunky. So, like that's something I was like, Ugh. and I'm not a detailed reader. 
I like to just get to the point. So, but it was hard to miss because there were so many details in the book that I just couldn't not not read. Like it was so good. Like it was so detailed. Like, and I just needed to read it. So I read all of the book. But um, yeah, no, things get wild, and I love this book. I love the ending. I believe I heard that Hulu is gonna make a show off this book, which I'm really excited to read. I mean, to watch. Probably like overly excited to watch. So with that being said, um, I really think everyone needs to read this book right now. It's just it fits perfectly with the weather. I mean, I'm in Southern California. We have hot, hot weather right now. But if you're like in an area where you have fall, this is a book for you. Or just like, no, you know what? This is a book for everyone because October is coming. I mean, October is here. What am I saying? Because Halloween is coming. And because Halloween is coming and Halloween is creepy and weird and this book is creepy and weird, it's, it fits perfectly. Like this book, definitely recommend. And my rating for it is, it's a 4.5 out of 5. Loved it. Everyone, please go out and get this book. The last book I read, which is going to sum up my for the love of the books, part two is Eat, Pray, and Fuck My Life. I like this book. Um, it's about a girl who finds her husband is cheating, and then she meets up with this other guy. I forgot his name. It's Spanish. It's a Spanish name. But she hugs, she starts like falling in love with this Hispanic guy, and then she was like, I just don't understand how I'm falling in love with you so quickly. And he's like, I don't understand how I'm falling in love with you so quickly. And then they plan this beautiful, like, getaway to Europe. And he's like, yeah. Well, he originally had this plan. He was like, hey, I'm going to Europe. You want to come? And then she was like, yeah, you know what? I'm so in love with you. I'll do it. So then she goes, she books her flight. And then the day before she leaves, he's like, hey, I think it's best you don't go on this trip with me. Can you believe such a thing? <laughs> I mean, the cra- the story is a little crazy. But then so she's like, well, dang, I have this ticket. I don't just want to stay home. So you know what she does, which I think is like so dope of her. She literally still goes to Europe and does like this whole European adventure by herself, like stays at different hostels, parties the night, does things she hasn't done before. A lot like Eat, Pray, Love, if I'm being honest. I know that's what she did. And I just, I like, I love that part. And it, it was a cool book. Like, it was just cool. But um, the only thing, it got a little annoying. Everyone she meets, she's, like, telling her love story, like, how she found her husband cheating then she fell in love with this guy and like so now he's waiting on her to respond back to her see where their relationship is going literally like she tells everyone her business and I think that's the like most cringeworthy part of the book is like she tells everyone her business and maybe it's just because I'm a private I know, right? I have a podcast and I call myself private, but I'm a private-ish person. Like, I just don't go around telling my business. Like, nobody really knows 
I mean, I guess they do, but I just I'm 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 a more of a private person for sure. So I don't know how she's going around to all these people and telling them like what her love life is like. That's so weird to me. But she each its own. So and I feel like she also made a buck out of it, made some money from it. So you know, it worked in her favor, <laughs> essentially. I I could have gone without reading this book. I know. I'm sorry. It's just I could have gone without I could have gone without reading this book. It's just it wasn't for me. So with that being said, I'm going to give this book a three point two out of five. And that's even being gracious, to be honest. Um, and no disrespect to the author. I think she put herself out there. She's making money from it. So um, that's great. But it just wasn't like kind of. The book I wanted to read but yeah that sums up my for the love of the books part two if you guys have ever read any of these books let me know and like what your thoughts were of it I'm so happy to be back on the podcast and talking to you guys and tell you guys no tell you guys what's up with my life <laughs> yeah no but um that is all I have for today's podcast. I will see you guys for sure next week. Good night, guys, or good morning. That is all I have for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed or for the love of the books part two. This is my favorite discussion, and I thought I would just enter myself back into the podcast life with this one. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. If you guys enjoy this podcast, please leave a rating, a review. That would be really nice. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.